This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our partner, Audible. Yes, it is. So we are partnered with Audible. That means that if you are looking just to check it out, uh, you don't want to put your card in and just take, take the dive. You can get 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G or click the link down below. Uh, you'll be taken there. You can sign up uh, for 30 days for free and just test it out. Like there's a lot of stuff on there that you can get for free, a lot of Audible exclusives. Uh, but what I really like about Audible is that out of the hundreds and thousands of audiobooks that they have, if you decide to purchase something, that is yours forever. Like if you decide not to carry on your subscription or you want to take a break or whatever it is, you can always go back and listen to that book whenever you want through the app on the internet. doesn't matter because it's yours. So once again, you can get that for 30 days for free on us. If you go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. As always, man, we're live in this Hallow's Eve. Johnny and the Greg, welcome aboard. Monday Sit edition. back, relax, get ready to enjoy your uh, Hallow's Eve with us. Thank you for joining us. If you can, be so kind and uh, subscribe, like, share, do all those fun things that you uh, always do to help just, us. Just text grow. all your friends right now and say, hey. Here, here's a little something you might want to listen to, maybe engage with. Yes. Speaking of engagement, I want to start off this podcast right. I owe an apology to your brother. I don't know oh. if Kurt's on yet, but I do owe an apology. Um, when he gave me his Freddy versus Jason, I called him a meatball. And Greg, rightfully so, jumped on me right away because I thought it was at first, I thought it was just this whole brother you don't pick on my brother, only I can pick on my brother type thing. And then I realized I beg people all the time to write comments. And if I'm going to insult you, <laughs> you're not going to write comments anymore. So it was wrong of me. I asked for your lists, not one for me to grade. So that's a my bad. Um, so Kurt, I apologize. Thanks for uh, always uh, commenting, even when I give you insults. I appreciate it. All right. Um, before we get into you, Greg, and see how your day is going, I just want to really quickly say, damn, Matthew Perry died. That sucks. Oh, that was terrible. That just, was horrible. Oh, I was at that a was... Halloween party when it came out. And like, well, we're oh. actually, we were at the bar at that time when the uh, news dropped. And like everybody in the bar was just like, oh, like it was. Yeah. It, that's one of those Hollywood like passing aways that hurt. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. He, and you know what? He hasn't done a lot recently, and I don't think he was going to be doing a lot in the future because he he was yeah. fine. Like he he or not he wasn't hurting for money, is what I mean. He didn't have to work. He was right. he was still like he made his money in friends. He makes a ton of money in syndication of friends. Um, so I think he was just trying to stay healthy. And the big killer is going to be. I mean. 
I I saw a clip today with of Hank Zaria, who does a ton of voices on The Simpsons and is an actor yeah. in his own right. Was actually um, uh he was on that show, the friend he was on Friends. He was, he was yep. He's like one of her boyfriends. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yep, one of her boyfriends. And he came out and said straight out, Matthew Perry's the reason I got sober. I, I, I didn't know this, but Matthew Perry was like a huge champion of AA in the Hollywood scene. And he was constantly bringing other celebrities that were like, oh, I'm trying to get clean. He's like, come with me, come with me, come with me. Yeah, so he, he sponsored just a ton of people. And, and that's when people are like, well, why aren't you acting? He was doing that. Like he was helping people. And so if this does come out that he had a relapse in sobriety or something like that, that, I mean, that's just going to hurt. I mean, it hurts already, but yeah. Yeah, I, I I was reading up on articles and there was there was one and I'm going off of secondhand hearing, but I somebody on, on uh, one of the talk shows I listened to during the during my day uh, said that there were at one time he was taking 55 Vicodin a day. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, he had a lot of demons and it's really mm-hmm. sad. I mean, I knew and I discussed this in the other podcast when that reunion came up. Yeah. And how we felt so bad for him because he said like he was scared of his job for the longest time. Like if Ross got a a funny or Joey was funnier than me, Oh my God, they're going to figure out I'm a fraud and they're going to fire me. He, I mean, I remember watching the blooper reels and, Mm -hmm. or the outtakes and we were just laughing. Like we were in tears. We were laughing so much. And because he would, he would intentionally blow a take to be funny for the audience right and and you're like oh this guy he's just playing now he's funny and that's what came out in that special he's like part of the reason i did that is because yeah if ross or someone else was getting a bigger laugh even if it was just from the audience i needed to do something to somehow feel better about myself so now you like you watch those bloopers and if you laugh you're like man like he'll fly in from off off screen right. and do something hilarious, and you want to laugh, but you're like, oh man, that's just now that we know. Like, that's now just that you a, know the motivation behind. Yeah, it. that that's just yeah. a human who's hurting that much, and you're like, oh yeah. my god. Yeah, it's so, it, again, it's one of those ones where, like, my uh, how I found out was Ursula, who is a diehard Friends fan. She still watches it on syndication. Uh-huh. It's one of those shows that you you keep on if you're like cleaning if, if the it, house. Yeah, if it's on yeah you'll take a minute and watch it yeah or or like yeah if you're just looking for those laundry folding shows be like oh, i'll down a couple episodes of friends okay. exactly exactly and she was she had to go do an errand and she actually like just got pulled out of the garage and she calls me and i'm like what'd she forget and she goes matthew perry died and it felt like someone i closely knew yeah. passed away i was like you- Oh my God, I got to tell Greg. You, I was <laughs> like, just say you, you texted me. Yeah. And I remember re- I read it and <laughs> sorry, John, I immediately went, okay, no, he's confused. Like he's got yeah. somebody's name wrong or something like that. And then at the same time, Krista turned to me. She's like, Matthew Perry from friends passed away. I'm like, fuck. Like it yeah. was just. Yeah, yeah, I didn't believe it either. I thought, he, okay, Ursula, let me check. And, and as much <laughs> as we all had have our favorites from friends like matthew perry is universally everybody's best friend like we all like everybody loved chandler 
Like Taylor Bing. He, it was an ensemble cast. He definitely wasn't like the star of the show. But when you say when you want to talk about friends and people start throwing out one liners, right? It's it's there's a very, very good chance that it's a Matthew Perry pivot or you know just some line of just absolute dripping sarcasm that he was able to deliver so well that that yeah i mean that's 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 just what i think i i think when when i need to quote friends i'm usually going to chandler's yeah yeah you're right it's um it sucks it just sucks it's one of those like i said it's one of those hollywoods where it's one of those hollywood deaths where you were like oh man yeah you know Delma Hayek released uh, a thing today. I think I, today is when I saw it. Maybe she released it yesterday or something. Because they did a movie called Fools Rush In, which That's is funny. one of our favorite date films. Like one our like early in our relationship, that was a standout date film that we that Chris and I saw. Okay, and they asked Matthew Perry years later, like, like you know, obviously. Chandler is the biggest thing you did in TV, but you had some movie roles. Like, what's the best thing you've ever, or what do you think is the best character? He's like, I did a movie with Selma Hayek called Full Russian. I think it's the best movie I ever made. And so, like, they they stayed connected. And so, yeah, I'm sure she's feeling. A lot of people are feeling it because, like I said, yeah. he helped so many yeah. people. Yeah. Um, tough to transition off that, but this mm. is our kind of Hollows Eve uh podcast special for those of you that um are gonna go out there and do your trick-or-treating or those of you that past weekend had a party yeah greg we were gonna go talk about your la trip but i just you know what oh, i'm sorry your las vegas biggest, trip biggest trip but, but we were thinking but it just seems to me that the best transition is just you went to a Halloween party. It's been it one you haven't gone to you haven't gone to a Halloween party in years right probably it's, since it's, you came to my house um, we've had a couple okay. since then, like, but it was more, well, yeah, it, I mean, it was kind of similar to yours where it was at somebody's house and they, you know, they put out a spread of some kind and, yeah. um, but even then that that's been, I wasn't in my forties. I mean, it was, it was a long time ago. Uh, and because I mean, our, our group of friends that we started hanging out with, like we're a little bit older than them. Um, and they were all doing like their 20 something uh halloween parties when we were having kids yeah. so so we missed out on some of those cuz you know try finding a babysitter on halloween you know or whatever the halloween celebration night is going to well, be that's how a like, scary movie start greg yeah yeah usually finding a babysitter um, on halloween <laughs> couldn't yeah couldn't have a babysitter and we did all we did all the wrong things you know yeah we said i'd be right back we had sex i mean it was all that stuff that you're supposed to get murdered <laughs> on um and and we and we're still here so we're okay uh but anyway i went to a halloween party it was at a place called wisteria castle and okay. it's it's uh south of watertown wisconsin and the i uh the the story behind the place is like somebody wanted to build a castle like in southern wisconsin i'm gonna look as you do as you do yeah um and it, i believe the the story goes somebody started building it went bankrupt somebody else bought it did a little bit more they sold it or they were done with it and now the couple that owns it they are 
using it as an event space. I'm going to share my screen so that you guys can sure. uh, you guys can see. So should be coming up right now. Like here's the walk up to the castle. And the not only is it an event space, the people actually live here too. So it, the inside is all furnished kind of in a medieval style. Um and they had a, a like a Victorian level Halloween party. This is in the basement where they they've done the whole thing like a fairy garden. Okay. Um, the this is I believe the niece of the wife of the owners, and this woman I, I don't know her name off the top of my head um, was on The Voice and made it pretty far on oh, The Voice. Cool. And so, being you know, hey, her aunt owns an event space. Would you come in and sing? Sure, no problem. So. So this is more, these are the two owners here. Um, fantastic people, really cool space. Uh, here's another look at that kind of, it's almost oh, like yeah. the, the banquet area. Uh, this is the bar. So yeah, I wonder if they got any more of the, yeah. The so grounds. this isn't a costume? I thought it was a costume. Oh, it is. I, I was just showing you the, uh, so there's my costume. It was uh, Victorian. That's yeah, that's me. Uh, Victorian, kind of gothic. So I had like this faux double-breasted kind of tailor or uh, jacket had tails on it, or the black shirt, black or red tie. Got this crow's mask. Okay. There's my wife. She she was uh, gonna wear a crow's mask as well. Yeah. But uh, she couldn't wear she well she couldn't wear the mask and the bowler cap and we thought the bowler cap was pretty hot so um, Greg I I have never noticed is is that is that forgive me I'm not trying to be a, is that her is that her length is that her hair is that all her hair or did she have extensions on Oh no that's how long it is Wow I didn't remember her hair being that long Yeah she she did she did when I say she did her hair like she does it normally um. But she you know, like threw in the stuff that made it girly and stuff like that, which I find awesome. So uh, she has a very uh, it's a very clockwork orange. Look yeah, like. yeah, that's what she was yeah. kind of going for. Yeah. Um, yeah. So oh, there's me drinking a beer. This oh. is my but is my buddy Dan, who did that's yeah, Dan. That's Dan. Yeah. Wow. Did the nice full job, full wig and makeup. That's totally that's Van Gooley, man. When he said he was doing makeup. I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, this is a guy who I don't think would ever wear right a lot of makeup like for any reason, but they came out. We pulled in the driveway and we saw him and his wife. And I was like, oh my God, you guys went all out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he did this kind of witch doctory kind of thing. This jacket he's wearing is just an old black jacket that he had. He he took it into a shop and like distressed it, like shredded it up on the arm and stuff like that with a belt sander or something. Okay. Um, but here you also get a better I should have took more pictures inside. Uh, the place because they had a full chapel upstairs. Here's Dan and his wife. Um, I can go. Let me see. Very cool. Very cool. They uh, and they had a really cool uh, they had a, a reading in the upstairs mm -hmm. where they had a um, I guess you'd say an order. Uh, they had a performer, she was reading a bunch of Edgar Allan Poe um kind of poems like some of his short stuff okay and uh which was really good they had a guy walking around i'm gonna stop that share i'm gonna bring something over i'm gonna start a new shirt this is their facebook page okay 
for those of you that want to see this, because usually for those of us, or for those that listen to just the podcast during the week, uh, if you go on to YouTube, Johnny yeah. and the Greg uh, podcast, it's right there. Episode yep. 160, I believe. And if, I mean, if you're looking up uh, on Facebook, you can just go to Wisteria Castle, W-I-S-T-E-R-I-A Castle. And then you can see the full uh, photo album they got going on. Here's the big party. They made that. She was trying to recreate a little bit of the shining uh, yeah. party. You scene. get that. You get that. You get a little bit of vibe. But now yeah. that's a creepy vibe, though. Yeah, that's what she was kind of going. Don't for. know if you really want that, but that's a creepy vibe. So here's here's some more shots of the castle itself. Wow. I mean, it is just a really cool kind of Thank setting. You. Yeah. This was in the chapel. Some more costumes of people there. Very yeah, cool. Here's, this is the woman reading uh, Poe in, in the upstairs parlor. Uh, they had, I'm trying to find, they had uh, a Sand the Sanderson sisters were there. They had a magician. They, we had a performance of this uh, kind of local magician who was really good. Um, here's us again. Yeah, it was it cool, was just man. a really cool event. And a lot of it, like there wasn't anybody there that didn't show up in costume, which is to me always look kind of a good a good measure of a Halloween party. Like if everybody shows up in costume, because you always get that one person that you know, yeah, or some somebody I'm, I'm a I'm a dad. Yeah, <laughs> none of that. I mean, it was a ticketed event, so people knew what they were getting into. Cool. That sounds cool. Mm -hmm. I think that dives us right into our next topic, really, which is, Greg, I looked up on ET Entertainment Weekly the 10 best Halloween costume ideas for couples of 2023. Oh. So let me just let you guys know, if you guys were thinking of being Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift or Barbie and Ken, you were not that original. No. That is quite a popular one this year. Um, I'm going to go through this with you guys. Tell me if this is something you'd ever do. Barbie and Ken couples costume. The one where it looks like he's rollerblading. Now you saw that movie. I didn't see that movie yet. You didn't see that movie yet, dude. Not yet. It's great, it's but, great movie. but um, the ones where the lights really bright neon 1980s. Yeah, yeah. What people, uh, what media wants to tell us the 80s looked like when the 80s did not look like that. Yes, that's true. It's Barbie. The Mar Mario couple costumes came in. You know, Mario okay. and Luigi. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you went, would you be Mario or would you be Luigi? I would probably be Luigi just because I'm taller than everybody else. Okay. So you'd keep it, you'd keep it like um, casting wise. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair fair this one i didn't i didn't see coming beetlejuice couples costume beetlejuice is huge in terms of like and i know you don't care but the musical is a major major thing right now is it oh yeah yeah it's one of the top musicals that are currently running have you and seen it no i thought i was going to have an opportunity to see it but and it's Next now year. that's something that's a musical i would actually go to it's the soundtrack is really good like i was in the soundtrack more than a couple times on spotify the songs are funny they're entertaining like you could listen to them more than once um 
and then the stage show is is really good i think the the ads i'm getting now on the broadway show uh rita wilson tom hanks wife yeah is in it or makes an appearance um the guy who started playing beetlejuice because he does like this the whole show and he's singing like that has to be hard that has to be hard but he's won uh at least one tony award maybe more than a couple um for his role yeah wow uh sunny and share the old classic there really yeah i guess that's a it's a big one why I don't know why, to be honest. I think it's just easy. This one too. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not into this. Like Cleopatra and Mark Anthony. I just, I don't. I mean, that's to me, that's not very creative. It's just, eh. There's, there's a part of me that thinks if you're a twenty something and you're wearing that, you have to educate everybody. Like they'll recognize their, like, oh, you're Cleopatra and Caesar. No, it's Cleopatra, Mark Anthony. You mean the singer Mark Anthony? Yeah, like I don't, I don't get it. We'll read, read, read uh, a next one that's kind of odd is Top Gun couple costumes. Now that's just lazy. Like that's a t-shirt, a jacket, and jeans yeah. for the guy. That's yeah. pretty lazy. And, and the pilot. girl, what's the girl going to be? Some some aviator glasses, yeah. maybe the girl. I guess I if you, I guess if you put on the jumpsuit and did the aviators, and she was goose, or you were goose, and she well. Was- I mean, they had the, the the second movie. They had female pilots, but I mean, right. is that then you're just then you're just pilots, right? Uh, yeah. Pilot. Well, actually, I'm looking at the costume now. Let me see if I can actually share this. It shows the. Can you see it? Again now. Oh, yeah, okay. That's just that's yeah. Like, so that's the sexy that sexy pilot. Yeah, this is uh, this is normal pilot. Yeah, the regular normal pilot. Sexy pilot. Little Mermaid costumes. Okay, I can see this one coming. This one I see coming. Um, not a fan of this movie, actually, but um, I think I'm just old school about it. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's Eric, and that would be yeah, Ariel. This one I could I could do. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible Costumes. Yeah, my uh my that neighbors one I could... like my first year living in this house, my neighbors did a uh, they did a couple's costume and that was that one uh yeah. yeah mr and mrs incredible yeah i could easily do that that'd be fun i don't get this one i love I, lucy costumes i don't know why you'd want to do that i mean that even when they did the movie like that movie about lucy yeah that's a, that was a couple of years ago yeah okay this one i see yeah. spider-man across the spider-verse couples costume miles and gwen i think they're great i love those two so I'm not in that kind of shape. I'm just not wearing a bodysuit. <laughs> you could be a variant. You just yeah. never know. Yeah. I think that's it. That was so anticlimactic. I thought that'd be more. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that'd I mean, be more special. I guess I'm, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're all media based. So, um, oh, here. Yeah. Kurt, Kurt's on, uh, Kurt. If you get a chance, wind back to the beginning. To the beginning, the Kurt. Johnny's got a message for you. Uh, he said, and this is one that I've seen a lot of. Uh, it's from Yellowstone. Beth and Rip are uh, two characters okay. on the show. Are you watching okay. that show? I am watching that show. I'm okay. actually. Uh, I have. I think I'm on season one. It just dropped on Hulu, so I'm we're we're catching okay. up. 
I, I mean, think there's are we five seasons into that show? Yeah, yeah. And two spin-offs or something like that. You've got a ways to go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the ones I've seen have been ripped, just you know, just cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy brand with beard, glasses, hat, jacket. Yeah. Um, maybe chaps and spurs if you got them. Uh Beth is mostly like a sundress and then a lot of bruises. <laughs> a lot of bruises. Look like you got the shit kicked out of you. Gotta be a little bit drunk because that's yeah, yep. Usually drinking. That's yeah, usually usually drinking. What a life. What a life. So Greg, you're not oh so uh you said trick-or-treating was this Saturday at your yeah, house. Yeah, our our neighborhood already did it. Uh they as a neighborhood, they can't like this the township says we're gonna do trick-or-treating on this day. And like collectively, our neighborhood says, No, we're gonna do ours on this day. We always do it the Saturday before um Halloween. And uh, unless Halloween is like closer to the like if Halloween's on a Friday, maybe we'll do it on the following Saturday. Okay. Um but in years past, it's been the Saturday before from like three to six and the whole neighborhood gets into it a lot of like somebody hands out flags white flags for there's candy green flags but there's also what we call adult trick-or-treating which could be shots one year i did pork butt um just to soak up everybody's alcohol uh people come from like neighboring communities to come to our neighborhood and they you know oh that's cool they, so they, like you guys could bring up gwen and like people get a wagon and they fill it up with like a cooler full of yeah. drinks and then you just walk around and it was a good it was a good weather day too right it was it wasn't bad it was a little yeah, windy tomorrow tomorrow it's supposed to be freezing and snow and, and there's nothing worse living in the uh, upper midwest if like you're a kid and you're getting pumped up about halloween and then your mom makes you put your winter coat on over yes, yes. that's terrible terrible yes. yes i saw a meme today where they said where you're I think you might have sent it to me where it's it's basically um who's the guy that played Batman last? Robert Pattinson. Yeah. So he's on he has his entire Batman outfit on and but he yeah. has a one of those robes over. Oh, right. Yeah. And it says when your when your costume's on point but your mom makes you wear a coat. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, cuz he looks pissed off. He's just <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Looks like he's wearing this big there. black robe. But anyway, yeah, it's going to suck for her tomorrow. It's just it that's gonna suck. And so I was thinking um that you get, they should hold it on Saturdays. Yeah, they should hold it the Saturday well, before. I mean, they really should. Um, nowadays it just seems like it's better that way people can really make it a festive occasion yeah. instead of like it's Tuesday. Uh yeah, go around for an hour. Let's go around for an hour, then we gotta get you inside to feed you and put you to bed type stuff. Like, and we did my oldest had a friend, which for a while we'd go over to her neighborhood. And they always do it Halloween night. Always. Doesn't matter when it is. Doesn't matter when the city tells them they're going to do it. They're doing trick-or-treating the night of Halloween from like like, like three or four hours. Like, I don't know, probably like five or six yeah. to four, until nine. But it's still a community event and that the whole town is out. Like one guy does a little haunted house in his garage. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it, it works. But I can tell you, I mean, it's still the same deal. That sun goes down, you're cold. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, cold yeah. Do you remember when it, when you when you did Halloween? At, like, I I honest, and maybe I'm wrong. 
I remember staying out till like eight, nine. I don't, I don't really remember doing that, but I remember, I mean, I remember walking around with my friends and we would go there. There's a place in Broadway. It was called North town, which was just a subdivision. Okay. But I mean, Broadhead's an old town in that it's, you know, it, it's set up a lot like your neighborhood, but North town was a subdivision of all like these ranch style houses. And you could just go bing, 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 bing. And just, it. It, so they would just get slammed. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was like the, that was like the gold mine. Like if you could get to North town in yeah. Broadhead, then that was where you got a lot of the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, a thing we're going to try this uh, this year with Gwen is, have you ever heard of the Switch Witch? No. Okay. So, okay. So for some people out there, I don't let my daughter eat all of her candy in one sitting. So we space it out. But what we're thinking of doing this year is what's called the Switch Witch. So what she's allowed to do is take like 25% of her stash. Mm-hmm. The rest, she donates to the switch witch and it's just like the tooth fairy the witch will take the candy away and replace it with a toy oh so today she said she was all on board but i have no idea how she's going to really act when yeah she that's going to be that'd be different <laughs> i know i had to go to the dentist today and they have a program where whatever candy you donate they are boxing up and sending it to soldiers Ah. Uh, and I'm like, that's, that's actually, not that's not bad. That's a good thing. I've heard uh, from um, this total tangent, but I've heard special forces, they rely on candy to get them through, like, because it's easy to carry. Mm-hmm. And it's like this quick sugar rush that will get you like from A to B if you need it, like if it's a last resort type thing. And I would guess if you're, if you're operating in like an underdeveloped nation, yeah, like like some of that candy is like a currency, possibly. Like, yeah, like, you're right. You're here's, absolutely here's some goodwill. If it doesn't melt, yeah. Well, but even those... so, get, get some. Well, even the hard candy, I suppose, can melt. But yeah. um, no, no, just support some goodwill and here have a have Snickers. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. what kind of candy yeah. do you hang? What kind of candy did you hand out? Did you hand out candy? We we did. We had a mix. Um. There was, uh, you know, a, a, a gummy mix where it was okay. like gummy bears, gummy worms, gummy whatever. Uh, threw that in the bowl. We had like the mini box of nerds. Okay. Those were in the bowl. And then for the kids that uh, didn't want to do sugar, we had the mini bags of pretzels. Um, and I didn't, I didn't expect the mini bags of pretzels to go over as well as they did, but they were all gone. Like they. Wow. Yeah cleared out we had a couple boxes of nerds left but uh there's one gummy thing left that the kids fought over to who gets that but um lane got it because because she was standing by the door when i walked in i'm like oh here's what's left she goes i'll take that (laughs) and just pulls it out all right um greg i have a list here top 10 list of the worst halloween candy okay all right i want to see if you can or if you agree or disagree, uh, we'll start at number ten. You, you want to give a guess? I I gotta think that the uh, what is it? The peanut butter taffy, like those black and orange things. They gotta be ah. There. That is number four, sir. Okay. Okay. Yeah, number ten, and I kind of agree with this. Is Tootsie Roll? I can't stand those things. 
I could do maybe one or two, but then after a while, you're just like, mm-hmm. like but what are you even eating? Like, what the fudge is it's, that? It's it's like a it's like a chocolate taffy is really essentially what it is. Number nine is bit oh honey. You remember what that looks like? Yeah, bit of honey. Yeah, no it's fan. basically a tootsie roll, but it's more yeah. butterscotch. Tootsie roll does make like fruit flavors, flavored, flavored tootsie rolls. Those I can get down with, yeah. but yeah. No. But yeah, and, and the bit of honey that I mean, it's almost like so the uh, I the bit of honey I want to say was probably invented in the twenties in the Tootsie Roll. Um, do they say in your article when they were invented? Oh yeah, this article by the way is brought to you by the website called uh, the Candy Store. <laughs> okay, uh, Tootsie oh. Roll candies were made in New York City during the eighteen nineties. 1890s so, for what so do we know why i think it was just a candy just the candy okay By the hirschfield company uh named sweets of america sweets company of america and then you said okay. bit of honey bit of honey originally introduced way back in 1920s bit of honey is a chewy blend of almond bits embedded in a honey flavored uh-huh. taffy 1924 uh, sh- uh shooter johnson company out of chicago yeah Number eight for the worst candy of Halloween, and uh, this is on my list, black licorice. I can't stand black oh, I think is. that's disgusting. My mom could eat that all day long. Oh, God, just the smell of it. The yeah. taste, I thought somebody took I, it in my mouth. It's when not I first sweet. It. It's not oh, sweet. It's horrible. Well, that's when people say licorice flavor, what they're referring to is black licorice. The black licorice flavor, yeah. yes. Not the very uh, kind that's so popular now with Twizzlers. So let's see what well, we had. We had 1890. We had 1922. Uh, black licorice was invented by farmers in 1760. See, I'm trying. Right. Yeah. The, and this, what I'm trying to establish here is like, I bet all of these candies are more historical in nature. And so I don't know if that's going to be why we I'll think just share bad. this with the audience so they can actually see what I am looking at. There we go. You got it? That's coming up. Yeah. There we go. Okay. okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So Smarties. Ah, Smarties uh, to me isn't bad. Yeah. I don't mind that one. That's well, not. I mean, I would think that I would think. And we'll go through this, guys. But as you're looking through, um, Smarties for sure isn't bad. That that one where they used to drop like a dot on a sheet of paper and you peel it off. Yeah, dots. Yeah, those are horrible. Yeah, I don't understand those. Uh, Smarties were founded in 1949 by Edward D, who was a candy making family in London, uh, and then eventually settled in New Jersey. I remember the Smarties, and I'll still I'll still get down with these every once in a while. The Smarty suckers. Do you remember those? I do not. It was like a giant Smarty on a stick. And still that same kind of chalky, sweet um, kind of candy, but it was in a sucker. It was probably about yay round. We used to get them when we'd go to the pool, like the public pool. That was one of our, because you could get them for like a quarter. When we um, went to, when we went to uh, Indianapolis, you brought candy and you get, and we, and like you brought candy you offered yeah. me one in the car. I thought I'll take one. And it was like the most delicious thing during the car ride I've ever had. Whoa. And I was like, 
I don't like candy, but this guy, like whatever this is, what was that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't? You I don't bought remember. something. I was like, this this shouldn't be special. I've had this before, but was it like a lemon right head now, or something? It is so hitting the spot. Huh? Was it like a lemon head or something like that? Was it no, hard? no, I don't was like lemon heads. You know, but whatever. Anyway, um, number six is Mary Jane's. I don't remember these. Mary Jane's. No, Mary Jane's. I don't remember. I'm gonna scroll down. Mary Jane's is uh, when MIA for a hot minute after Neko called it quits. Neko. But now, oh, okay, they're back, baby. Just a heads up. They're rocking a new look on the candy scene. But uh, so, what is it? Uh, 1914. Was, was, but what is it? To... What is a Mary? Um, Jane? a Mary Jane candy. I show more. Um. Candy is made from peanut butter and molasses, a soft and chewy. Uh, Miller named his candy after his favorite aunt. Okay. So it's a, it's a peanut butter molasses chew. Got it. Number five, I never understood the point of these things. The wax cola wax bottle cold. where you bite that off and that juice just, whatever the hell that juice is, <laughs> goes uh, down your body. You know what? I'm going to... I'm going to say I've never it had one. It wouldn't surprise me if it's just sugar water. No, it sure. can't be. How long has that? does that have to be stored? Oh, sugar water can last for a while. Wax bottle candy known as the Nickelips is what it says. Okay, I don't know what that is. N-I-K-L-Nips. Okay. It was invented in the early 1900s where they created during the Prohibition era when people found the bottle shape intriguing. Ooh. Okay. Um yeah. Ingredients. Uh refined wax, sugar, artificial flavors, artificial coloring, soy, and some chemicals. So uh, nothing good for you. Nope. No. <laughs> Drink up. It's candy. Nope. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. Number four is the peanut butter kisses that Greg guessed right away. Those you guys know those colors, the black and the orange, and that is like, that what they're called? Paper. I didn't even I never knew called. they were called that, but if you think of it, I don't I don't even know if there's actually peanut butter in there. <laughs> I think it's uh, else. Yeah. Is it? I mean, you could taste it in there, but it was I mean it, it it's like a taffy. Here we go. Uh invented, yep, 1898 in Massachusetts, originally called a peanut butter kiss, was marketed as a penny candy. It tastes like a penny candy. Yeah, it's pretty bad. These number three, I've never had a Necco wafer. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, that's kind of their, kind of their uh, go-to. Um, go-to as in what? What do you mean? Who's go-to? Uh, Necco. Uh, Necco. Yeah, Necco is like an, what would be considered like an old school candy company. Like you're going to, you're going to find those like at the candy stores, like the okay. Dells. Uh, invented in 1847 by an English immigrant. Invented as a lozenge. Oh, he invented a lozenge cutting machine to produce the wafers. So he invented a machine, and then he's like, oh, "I got to make something out of this." Since we made candy. Okay. 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 All right. Number two, and I agree, candy corn. I can't stand yeah. this. And there's a very unique set of people that actually love this candy. I, when I say I, I'll do a couple handfuls, I'm not like 
like full handfuls. I mean, I'll grab a couple. Really? You if can do it. If it, yeah, like if it's out, I can do a little bit, but that's okay. about it. Guess what I am not a candy corn guy. I think I, I uh, it's just I can't. Our viewers out there, are you guys candy corn people? Anybody a candy corn people? And if you uh, are, please yeah, we go. tell me why. Like, explain to me. I'm not like saying why you're weird. I'm just saying <laughs> where where's the where's the oh yeah I gotta have well and, and it's just sugar. I mean they don't. I mean they have a specific taste, but it's not like they're corn flavored or it's not like they're orange or anything else. It's just I hope they candy. wouldn't be corn flavored. That'd be a just horrible candy game. corn. Um, <laughs> Kurt says our grandma had those little kisses in a jar all year. Yeah, those those peanut butter things. The grandma always had little like little jars of like of course lack, yeah. lack of a better term the old lady candy. Yeah, like the like the Brock's, you know, self serve. Yeah. Like she'd shovel. You guys, so you guys had the peanut butter kisses. They were candy. they were there, but we never touched them because because they were like, uh-uh. I mean, the pat. There's nothing appealing about that package. No. And then when you open it up, it's like this pale brown with color. something in the middle, and you think yeah. it's rotten in the middle. And no, but we never knew that it was peanut butter, or else yeah. maybe we would have tried it once. I I didn't know it was peanut butter. I tried it as an adult. Like you know what oh. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm like, oh, it's peanut butter. And then it gets like nasty really quick. Yeah. Speaking of uh, nasty, number one, circus. Wait, oh, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, We're oh, still oh. on candy corn. Uh, are we? Okay. Kurt says Angel, his wife, she loves candy corn. Marshall, are you saying you love candy corn? Is that what? Yeah, candy corn is my favorite. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Come I, on, I, I like inquiring minds want to know why. Like yeah. the last time I had candy corn, I think I went like this. Don't ever give that to me again. I don't like. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't. Maybe, I don't hate maybe it that much. Marshall, is it nostalgic? Is that what it is? It just like it brings you back to a happy childhood memory, or. I think a lot of our listeners' wives love candy corn. Really? Because now Clay is on here saying his uh, his wife likes candy corn. Um, his son, his old son, uh, Odin, he likes candy corn. Uh, time out. Time out. Time out. What's his son's name? Odin. That's fucking kick ass. Are yeah. you serious? Well, I'm not just making it up. What's yeah. his last name? Well, I don't want to tell you that. I'm not going to give out a minor's name on the middle of the podcast. Always oh, a minor. Yeah, both right. of Clay's kids are minors. Um, there's uh, you know, Odin and his other son's name is Achilles. I, I, yeah. There's just something something special about Odin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I had hi because I don't know Odin. Sorry, sorry, Clay. I, I mean, his kids are like high school and middle school age. Um, but I remember when I got the call, own or uh, Clay and his wife are pregnant. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then you know the baby comes, and and I remember my mom couldn't say Achilles right. <laughs> she's like, she's like Achilles. I'm like, no. That's that's not and Achilles is actually a family name. Uh, is one it? of the yep, yep, one of our one of the first immigrants uh on our on our grandma's side uh that immigrated from Ireland to Virginia. Uh, his name was Achilles. Interesting, interesting. Which I thought was weird because he Clay, was I think that's the best thing about you, sir. You did a no, good job you, your you'd get a kick out of clay if ever you're up and we can we can hit uh, no i'm teasing i no, i'm teasing i i i think uh i think clay and i would would at least have a couple of knee slaps yeah he's yeah 
All right, man. Number one, circus peanuts. I, I, I think, I don't think I've ever physically uh, attempted to eat this. I think I just looked at it and went, no, nah, I'm good. Well, they look like styrofoam. They literally yeah. look like packing. I think they weigh the same and they crumble the same. And it just, I don't know if they crumble. They're spungy. It's like, are a, they? I, yeah. I remember yeah. mine falling apart. So maybe I had a bad, oh, bag. man. We don't even get, a year on this other than early 1800s <laughs> that's yeah we're one of the first penny candies so they would sell these in like drugstores for, for kids to come in and just get ugh, ugh, ugh. yeah 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 not kinda, my uh honestly john i i'm thinking we should have a video where we're going to taste these I, i'm thinking that could be keep that article because for real okay i think that would be fun if we do a little well, I, I mean, like, I've I've had Tootsie Rolls, bit of honey. I, man, I gotta at least have like some liquor if I'm gonna try black licorice again. I got Mary Jane's. I I have no Never idea. Never even heard of. Yeah. Um, mom says circus peanuts used to be better than they are now. That's everything, ma. That's <laughs> everything. True. Every bit of candy was better back, back then. then. Yeah, because it was natural ingredients back then. Yeah, now it's, it's now it's just corn chemicals that can sit on a uh, on a shelf forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was since we're on the topics of candy. Um, I'm rereading the book Devil in the White City, um, oh, which is a Eric fantastic Larson. story. Yep, Eric yeah. Larson, uh, fantastic story about the Chicago World's Fair, originally called the Grand Columbian Exchange. Um, a big deal to have the world's fair in the United States, Chicago one. Um, and just like the inventions and the things that came out of that fair, a lot of things that we still use today. Um, but then hearing like, uh, that was the first time that the American public was introduced to a new confectionery called Cracker Jack and the oh. nation just went nuts over it. Like they had caramel corn, they had peanuts, they had all this, but then Cracker Jack just like blew up, and they're like, "This is amazing." I said, "I bet you get." So I bet you, like, like you were saying back then, the caramel was like, like, really, yeah, was yeah, probably like amazing. It was probably the first time your taste buds ever experienced something like that, uh -huh. and you were like, oh. "Yeah." I so can, that I mean, thinking back to Loki, some of these things, it? I haven't watched that far, but yes, um, I'm. How'd you know that. if you didn't go that far? Because I, in one of the previews, they showed a scene. I would think of Loki in front of a Ferris wheel mm. and like old timey garb. And I know because it's the second time I ever read the book that the that World's Fair was where they invent the invention of the Ferris wheel. Wow, cool! Yeah, very cool. Engineer by the name of Ferris, he had to come up with some structure that would rival the Eiffel Tower because the Eiffel Tower premiered at the World's Fair. Uh, in the previous at the previous World's Fair, and America need to somehow beat France in terms of greatness of engineering, and that do, was do do they do they hold World Fairs anymore? No, they don't. They don't. When did they, they stop? Um, that is a great question. Uh, and like, why? Else. Why did they stop? Because that sounds like a cool thing. The last World's Fair. Uh. Last World's Fair in the United States, or the last World's Fair was in Louisiana, the Louisiana World Exposition in New Orleans in 1984. Oh, was, shoot. 
fair was uh, financially ruinous for the organizers who were $100 million in debt, and the fair had just over $9 million visitors, and the company uh, compared to the uh, $15 million that they expected. Uh, there was a short, they tried to revive it, the, like the idea of the World's Fair. Was yeah, try, yeah. They tried to have a revival in Milan, Italy in 2015. It had 22 million visitors. The last expo was in Astana, Kazakhstan in 2017 that only had 4 million visitors. What about the Stark Expo? Yeah, well, that's really... That's kind that, of what it was. That yeah. scene of the Stark Expo was... From back was, from Captain yeah. America? Yeah, was like yeah. The, that was what it was supposed to be. It was the greatest minds in all these different areas of science and engineering and confectionery. And, and each nation would put forward like, here's what we have to offer the right, world. A presentation, yeah. And and it was all a matter of who could put out the best stuff, which country could outdo another one. And I don't know. Well, kinda... that, was, that was healthy competition there. Yeah, folks. yeah, it was... It's a great book. Like to hear how no, I've heard great things about things it. had to move through Chicago. It was a little bit before Chicago became Chicago. Uh, kind of the corruption of the people think of Chicago politics. It was a little bit before that. But when they were building, like the skyscraper was invented in Chicago. Like they're the those architects were the ones that figured out how to lay a foundation strong enough in lots of different locations where you could build something like over, you know, 40 stories or whatever. It is. There you go. So awesome. I think I yeah. need to uh, pick that book up because I, I bought that book a long time ago and I lost it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. They, I got to pick that up. I think for, for people that like uh, true crime as well, Eric Larson couples, the world's fair, Art, like the architecture of it, the, the the putting out of the World's Fair with one of America's first serial killers, uh, a guy named H.H. H. Holmes, who existed in Chicago and used the World's Fair as a tool to get victims. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big that's a big thing. But on the candy piece, there's another. Uh, I again, just the random things you come across. I was folding laundry one day, and I come across this. Uh, it wasn't modern marvels. It was. I think the men that built America. Okay. This is the name of the show is from the History Channel. I'm pretty sure you could find it on YouTube now. But it was the history of of candy. Specifically the chocolate bar. How the chocolate bar was kind of a thing, but then World War 1 happened and the chocolate bar was mm -hmm. something that was easily transportable for soldiers. And yeah. so they would use that and it was like kind of the formation of Hershey's in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and where they were sourcing their coca and how they were doing all that stuff. And then uh, between World War One and World War II, like every town had a confectionery where each town would make its own um, candy bar. So there are candy bars out there that you've never even heard of because they existed in like, you know, in, in Watertown, Wisconsin, had its own like Watertown bar. Yeah. Um, and then it went into how uh, the guy that created the Reese's uh, Reese's peanut butter cups and how that came about. And then peanut butter became like the new thing where Hershey's was just doing chocolate. Well, now Reese's had peanut butter and how could how who could compete with the Reese's peanut butter cup? When along comes this new guy who creates a thing that he called a butterfinger and just down the line how these guys 
affected American business and like entire states that relied on these the inventions of these candy bars. It was just fascinating. So yeah, no, I could look see that one how, up. Yeah, I will definitely. Um, all right, man, you ready for some strange news? Sure, bring it up. You know what I want to do? I want to have one of those things where I would hit a button and it goes into like that radio sound, sound of soundboard. Like, ooh. all right, some strange news, and this is going to be like a Halloween version and kind of not. I'm going to try and do this as much as I can, folks. So hang in there. Greg, have you ever wondered what what the best and worst cities are for vampires? Uh. I'm going to say yes, probably in a different setting than what you're talking about, but sure, let's go with it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I forgot what source this is. Uh, this is Lawn Love came out with their 2023's best and worst cities for vampires. Okay. Now, it goes over an overall score of food and drink rank, layer safety rank, deterrence <laughs> rank, community rank and entertainment rank so greg i'm just going to go through the top 10 of the best places a vampire if you guys are out there are <laughs> would want to live okay where do you think number one is um i'm gonna guess it's still pacific northwest so i'm gonna go for like portland or seattle you would be wrong sir but i could see okay. why you'd go that route it's new york okay um, yeah it's number one with food and drink Number 20 in layer safety rank, deterrent rank, it's ranked 496th. Community rank, number one, and entertainment rank, number one. But okay. so overall score of 64.14. So if you're a vampire, the best place to go is New York, which makes sense. Plenty of food. Kind of, yeah. And and it's big hide. enough. Big enough. Yeah, it's big enough. I, I The first... You say New York, I gotta think Chicago's gotta be in the running. Number two. Number two, Chicago. Number two is Chicago. Okay. It's actually ranked. This is what's interesting with these ranks. It's ranked number one for layer safety. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why Chicago would be one and New York is 20th. I don't know what yeah, goes not, into this. I, I don't know about, I mean. Are they talking as about I've just tried like to check projects? how these things are measured, it doesn't really give you a clear cut understanding of the metrics. But um, it says here, uh, we looked for cities with plenty of warm bodies, blood centers, and vampire friendly dwellings, aka casket suppliers and homes with basements. We also considered community and entertainment factors such as vampire groups and tours, as well as deterrence like sunshine and garlic festivals among 17 total metrics. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. This is, so, this is an interesting take on pretty much how to do like a travel website, but okay. Yeah. Number three is Columbus, Ohio. Uh, number four is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hey, nothing. Can ah, Pennsylvania. Columbus. Philadelphia, okay. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's if a great, it, these there's are a great comic book series out there that I think will one day get turned into a like a like an HBO series called Philadelphia. Yes, I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's an interesting take, and it's it's vampires and then eventually werewolves, all in like all in like the original thirteen colonies, yeah. and that's that that's interesting. 
Uh, number five is Los Angeles. Shout out okay. to the Lost Boys. Uh, that was um, Santa Clara, as pointed you're right. out by Kurt. You're right. I just realized that after I said yeah. it. Yeah. Number six is Houston, Texas. Number seven Houston. is Portland, Oregon. Houston. Houston. Why Houston? Uh, according to this, the community rank is number five. The layer safety is 120. The deterrence is 298th ranked, but the food and drink is ranked number five. Huh. A lot of a lot of sweaty people, maybe. Maybe that I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, I would think I'm not a vampire. I wouldn't know. The more south you go, the more uh sunlight you're gonna get. So yeah, I would think so. Um, Portland, Oregon's number seven. Okay. Number eight is Madison, Wisconsin. Number, Look out, Katie. They're yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean Seattle, Washington, of course. But I think those out those those they glow there, right? They sparkle over there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are your sparkly vampires. And out of all the places, Omaha, Nebraska, number 10. See, I think is Omaha, Nebraska a big place? Because I would think you'd want to um, be among heard, the people. I have heard that the Omaha area is one of the fastest growing in in the u.s because like fracking oil money is going into that town and okay. some other things um but i wonder if because i'm trying to think like <laughs> where, where do people die a lot and like murders don't get solved so that explains chicago. The, the new york and chicago <laughs> madison i don't i don't think so milwaukee yes um yeah, in Omaha, maybe because it's a kind of remote, like, because I think once you get outside of Omaha, there's not a lot, like, for a while. Okay, so uh, this is only not, this isn't, this is the United States. This isn't anywhere else. Yeah, I, I noticed that we're not doing international here. Yeah, so the last one, the least... The worst city for a vampire to live in is Buckeye, Arizona. In fact, the next eight are all in Arizona. So if you hmm. want to avoid vampires, go to Arizona. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. There was a great vampire show. I think we watched it on Amazon Prime. It was called like Firebrand. And it was an Australian outback vampire, vampire? show. Yeah, and the vampires existed a lot in tunnels underneath uh, in like the hard cavernous tunnels, yeah. uh, hard hard rock, bedrock. And but it it was they were almost specifically preying on the indigenous people, uh, the first nation people of. Ah, okay. Um, so they brought in a lot of uh, race things like, like Australia is still like massive. Oh, they're very racist when it comes to. The, yeah. People of color. Yeah. Yeah, they're very uh yeah, especially uh I, they're called aborigines, right? Aborigines. That's yeah, but now I think uh it's am I, almost am I not informed again? Possibly, yes. I, I <laughs> okay. last time I had uh heard them they were called like the First Nation people. The First Nation people, got it. Got it. Okay. Uh anybody out there in the comments want to know what uh towns bowling brook, Illinois, that's pretty close to me. That's ranked one forty seventh. Oh, so they they made a pretty extensive list there, huh? Yeah, Waukegan, one hundred and nine. 
Joliet, I Illinois. I, I can't imagine being a vampire in like Elgin, Waukegan, Naperville, yeah, Aurora, home of uh, isn't that home of Wayne's World? Yep. I'm looking for any Wisconsin, so sh- Chicago, oh, Arlington Heights, Arlington Heights. That's my neighbor. That's yeah. ranked 67th. Weird. Although, you know, I'm a big fan of the Dresden Files. And there yeah. are he yeah, taps, is happening around there. Yeah, taps into a lot of vampire clans in the Chicago area. That's true. Green Bay, Wisconsin's ranked number nineteenth. Oh, Exonia's fourteenth. Shut up. Nah, yeah, I'm just joking. But you felt special for a second. Yeah, well, I'm just like no one's heard of that town. <laughs> the vampires have. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. just kidding. All right. Um, the last thing I want to talk about in the strange news. Have you heard about this? I'm sure you have. Uh, Bobby, the dog just died, passed away. Oh, 31 years old dog. Yeah. The oldest dog in the world. Yes. Very small Portuguese village of his whole life. Bobby, the world's oldest dog ever has Mm -hmm. died after reaching the almost inconceivable age of 31 years and 165 days. Guinness book of world records. Holy cow. In dog years. That's 217. Wow. Can you imagine? By the way, I've heard that's wrong. The seven year rule? You don't yeah, think that's I've heard wrong? that's that's not how you actually measure a dog's age. That, that's oh. just something that they did you- for us simpletons. I don't know. I just remember. And I think if you Google it real quick, it'll yeah. tell you that. What do you got to real- do? Cut, cut off the tail and count the rings? Maybe. How dare you, sir? Do any of your dogs have tails? Yeah, they both do. They do. But God, can you imagine that? I want to know. I want to know how uh, the dog looks. Pretty good, actually. If you guys have never, yeah, he seen did. It. He, I, I, I did see the story. He, he looked. I mean, he didn't look like yeah. really. Oh, here we go. Uh, the seven years is kind of an average because they say it depends on the size of your dog. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a rough estimate, right? Yeah. 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 So small, and we all, you know, if you know dogs at all, smaller dogs live larger than. Or live longer, longer yeah. than larger dogs. They don't break down. That's why you. there's the, the thing. Well, my dog, I swear to God, my dog should be dead by now. My uh, dad's dog was legendary. My dad's dog ate all of my dad's hot tub chemicals. Oh. She ate them all when she was a puppy. And she gonna... lived, she lived till oh. she was like 14. I thought you were saying he ate like all of his hot sauce or something. He would like, eat no, meals. She chewed on a, uh, uh, I forgot, a circular saw blade. Like my dad released it and he put it yeah. down. And he went back and she grabbed it and she was chewing on it. Like blood's all over the damn place. And she's having this great time. And he's like, oh my God, that dog should have died years ago. And he, uh, it jumped out of the car one time. <laughs> And uh I, I, see, this is just making me think maybe your dad shouldn't own a dog. <laughs> yeah, he uh he used that? to take all, he used all to the take her on the bottom shelf, right? He over used there. to take her uh he used to take her uh on the boat, and one day he turned around and she wasn't on the boat anymore. <laughs> and somehow this fucking dog just always showed up. What what kind of dog was it? It was a black lab. My dad, see, my dad, this now when I tell this story, you're gonna sit there and say, Yeah, I can see your dad doing this. My dad only buys black labs and names them all jet. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
Not that there's really anything wrong with it. It's just I was always like, Dad, let's call her this. No, that's Jet. Okay, along the same lines, there is a guy running for office in Argentina. Uh, I just saw um, this was on uh, last week tonight with, uh, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name. Um, the he's, he's on a news show, um, like one of these news comedians, kind of like Stephen Colbert, but they were both came from The Daily Show. Um, and there's a, a Argentinian guy running for office who uh, is just hey, Greg, clo- I don't think you stopped. I don't think you stopped. Uh, oh, no, you did. Never mind. I'm sorry. I, We're I, on a I, huge delay. Sorry. My fault. Okay. I was looking at the delay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Sure. Um, he, he literally is just cloning his dog over and over and over again. He's got two clones of them right now. How's that legal? Because he's in Argentina, and I don't oh. know. Um, Isn't that where all the Nazis ended up hanging out? Yes, and this okay. guy is nuts. Oh, okay. um, like he's dressing up in superhero costumes and walking around Argentina, and this and and this guy is on the ballot. Like people can vote for this crazy dude who's cloning his oh. dogs, and he's taking political advice from his dogs. Well, yep. yeah, as you do. Uh, yeah, it's it's on. Talk to my dog all the time. Uh, yeah, last week tonight with John Oliver. I if I can find the clip of this story, that's, I, that's I will funny. post it. That's fine on funny. our Facebook page because, man, I know America's got some problems politically, and the candidates that we're putting out there, <laughs> <You're not> Argentina. <laughs> but holy shit! Right, exactly, exactly. All right, man. Um, that's it for Johnny's strange news. With a little okay. help from the Greg. Yep. Now, up, Greg. Up to me. Up to me. Up to you, sir. Up to you. Okay. So this is a new section we're doing. Uh, it is really, it is birth from John is just amazed at my musical, um, musical stylings, we'll call it. Uh, he, he, I listen to just a lot of different things everything i would say you've dipped your toe in just about every pool of music a lot a lot of different stuff yes so uh we're calling this section of the show uh polyjamory polyjamory coming from the word polyamorous which means having many uh, relationships or many lovers this is polyjamory where you just listen to many different types of music and so this is going to be proud of himself so proud I didn't make it up. I found it. Um, <laughs> but you're using I, it and you're so proud. It's yeah, the dude. first time I heard of it. I was like, I, thought it was great. I, I used it. Poly in what? Conver- I used it in conversation the other day and people were like, that's awesome. We love that. Uh, so the first section of polyjamory is that I'm going to be featuring a band called Brass Against. Um, brass Against the, what? It's just Brass Against. So Okay. Uh, they are a band. I'm going to share my Spotify screen. So, uh, it's all these guys in the white or these ladies, people here in the back are, uh, all the musicians. It's a lot of horns, but you can see like their number one song is the pot. They've got wake up, which is a cover. There are a lot of covers of, uh, rage against the machine songs. Okay. And, I realized I didn't share correctly because I'm going to play about 30 seconds of it because um, YouTube will we, kick us straight off. Yep. If we go too much, 
and and maybe this won't work even if it's uh even under 30 seconds but um we're gonna see we what we can get without getting youtube angry at us and i don't think if you're on podbean or any of the other just audio uh portions you could probably still listen to this so uh it's got a little bit of a metal twinge to it but it's all horns which is why i like it and this woman is phenomenal on vocals so here we go you to wave your finger you must have been on your head i hold deep in muddy waters you practically raise the dead rob the grave to slow the cradle then burn the evidence down so box house Okay. Okay. I at first I was like, what the fuck is that? And yeah. then as it went into the beat, uh, it, it yeah. actually Once, it started like it actually started kicking in. It did. Yeah. Just when it started to kick in. Um, so how Greg, why did you choose that one? Uh, you know, I was trying to find something that I think might appeal to a couple different types of people. I had one actually queued up. We had one queued up last week when we had Tina on and we just kind of ran out of time. Yeah. And the one I had last week was like a screamo metal rap group. Oh, uh, you talking about the ones where they go. No, 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 yeah, I'll play some of you them. Listen to that? Off the air. I, a little bit like there's really? some there's some that hit me. I'll admit I can't understand all the lyrics, but <laughs> at the same time. There's a great uh, Japanese metal band out there called Baby Metal, and they sing all in Japanese. And I can't understand a word of that, but the rhythms are fantastic. Uh, the way these girls' voices blend in with the metal is unique, and it's it's cool. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do some Baby Metal next time. God bless you, man. So who was that again? That is Brass Against. They're and that very... is the Greg's Polyjamory of the Week. Go. Yeah. There you go. All right, man. I think we're gonna cut our podcast now, or not cut it. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna stop right there. Yeah, we're gonna stop right there. I'm gonna let you guys know that obviously tomorrow's Halloween, but today is National Wicked Day. Did you know that? Like Wicked the play. Oh, cool. Yeah, National Wicked Day on October 30th honors one of Broadway's longest running musicals known as Wicked. Millions Fantastic. of theater fans are from around the world are celebrating today as the day the musical Wicked premiered on Broadway. Yep. So there you go. So if you guys have not seen that, I actually have. It's actually great. I I yep. love that show. Uh, find some time to go see that. It's actually it's 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 well worth the ticket price. Definitely, so. definitely. All if right, Greg, have, take us out, have- sir daughters you definitely should share wicked with them because it's a fantastic message um yeah so it's halloween as you're out there if cricket trading is still on your docket you're going to be out there with lots of people uh remember don't be foolish. there you go so for the greg this is johnny saying happy halloween be safe have fun have a great week podcast out everyone take care see you soon